What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place where you get actionable ideas, insight, and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom. We've got Dale Archdeacon back on the show, and we are talking about the difference between the have-mets and the have-not-mets. So no, it's not a difference between the haves and the have-nots. We're not talking about the rich and the poor. We're talking (laughs) who knows, likes, and trusts you already, and who does not, and the fears and limiting beliefs around all that good stuff, and how it affects your prospecting. So uh, the junior grandmaster himself, who I have met a few times here and there, but you're <laughs> safely ensconced in your box, many, many miles away from me. Greg McDaniel, what's up today? What's up, man? I'm doing the buck face. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, dude, I'm doing awesome. Um, I got to tell you something about the have, have, and have not met. Um, I don't know if that's going to correlate, but it's a very funny story because I want to meet this mother blank blank and beat his face in. So over the weekend, my girl uh, was over at my house because she was on call at the hospital here. And uh, we get woken up at 5.30 in the morning by her alarm going off. We're like, that's a little early. What's going on? She has motion cameras at her front door and her back door of her house. We see this dildo Baggins out there with his, with his uh, you know, skateboard going in and getting a package from inside of her porch. And she's got a gate you know, on her porch. She lives in San Francisco. And we, we couldn't figure out what was going on. We figured out and we finally found that like this guy went in, grabbed her package, opened it up and stole all of her shit. Now, thank God it was just like toothbrushes and Ziploc bags and like candy, and not candy bars, but like granola bars, right? But she was so ticked off that uh, someone jacked her shit that we, like, we went on a workout yesterday. <laughs> the entire workout, we were planning our, our, our revenge on this porch pirate. And so what we did is we went and got baby cactuses from Lowe's. <laughs> then we got like old, just old food, put it in boxes and put the cactus or cacti so that when Dildo Baggins shows back up on the front porch and is going in there trying to feel through the box, pump, he's going to get a handful of thistles. We nice. cannot wait. And now I, that, that guy's going from a have not met to a met, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that is at all relevant, but hilarious. No, I love that idea. You should do yeah. a glitter bomb. Like, to make a glitter bomb when he opens the package, it just explodes. That would be over. awesome. Just a, like little miniature penises. Just boom, chopping a dick. <laughs> it got on my mouth. <laughs> it's all on my face. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. That's terrible. Okay. Maybe we'll be editing that part out. But. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Dale, refresh people's memory for, the, uh, for those that may not know who you are and what you do. What do you do? Yes, I am a coach and trainer. We have a coaching company called Smart Inside Sales, and we help teams and agents improve their lead conversion. Very cool. Yeah. So Conver- Conversion University is the method by which you do that. And we're going to talk a little bit about the have-mets and the have-not-mets. Uh, just so that you guys know, the episode uh, is supported by Wise Hire as always. So you guys can check them out. Yeah, and they're awesome. brought to you by Greg, ta-da, who you can book a call with it. <laughs> Here I am. What are your other two wishes? That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's jump in. Uh, Dale, how do you define someone who is a met versus a have-not-met? Uh, so, you know, we just go based on know, like, and trust, right? How much do they know, like, and trust you, okay. right? Do they know who you are and, or are they complete strangers to you? Yeah. And, that, and what, what, what is a stranger? I mean, is a stranger equals danger kind of a thing or is it stranger just you've never met or you just don't, or stranger you just don't trust, you know, there's. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it from the, from their perspective, right? The other person's perspective, because most of us are scared of strangers, Right. 
for most mm. of us, we've been trained since we, you know, were born that uh, strangers equal danger, right? So that's what most, that's how most people regard people that they don't know. And True. then if you, re if you're a stranger and you reveal that you're a salesperson to somebody, oh my God, <laughs> like you're trying to like steal their firstborn in the night and eat it, right? And their soul and sell and it to the devil. Soul. Yeah, exactly. it's horrible. Yeah. So if you are a strange salesperson to somebody, you've got a double header against you. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Oh, it really is. So, okay. And that's, that comes back to self-worth, I think, for a lot of real estate agents. They, they, they don't, and I'm guilty of this. I've done this in my past as well. Like people ask me, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I do a lot of stuff. You know? <laughs> you know, that makes you it, sound like you're a drug dealer. Yeah. I that's when you were a lot of pirates. Yeah, back, yeah. Back when you were porch pirate. Fucking porch pirates. Uh, they need to walk the plank and just die. Um, but you know, so what, what I'm saying is, is like, I was embarrassed to say I was a real estate agent because we're right next to used car salesmen and divorce attorneys. I mean, not the people you want to talk to about, talk to a lot, right? My um, sister's a divorce attorney. Uh, well, I'll recant that in, in her. No, 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 I'm way better than she is. I, I definitely <laughs> would. <not love. laughs> that's awesome um but how can people get over that that first mindset because i think oh, tackling that mindset of like oh i'm a real estate agent now we're perceived as the goofballs the doofuses kind of the slap slapstick humor people in movies and tv shows so then yeah. our our mental perception of ourselves in the general public is diminished and we're not like a lawyer or an attorney minus divorce attorneys. Sorry, Courtney. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, anything else as a reputable air quotes, repu you know, profession when in our business is a very reputable, you know, job. And if you do it right, but yeah. we don't see ourselves that way. Therefore we don't want to put ourselves out to the general public because we're going to get rebuffed. Yeah. I think the first thing that we have to do is one, accept that a stranger that we, you know, either call or, get introduced to or introduce ourselves to right in any way is naturally going to be defensive and skeptical of us. First of all, just accept that, right? Mm -hmm. Even if they outwardly pretend as though they're not, there's still going to be some part of them that is like, hold on a second. I don't know you and you're, and you're a salesperson, right? And you're in real estate. Uh, so I'm, they're going to be a little bit reserved. And so just accept that fact. It's okay. It's not about you. It's never about you because if here's one thing that you can do, we do this little mindset exercise with, with agents and ISAs. It's like, think about the people that you've done business with who loved you, right? Mm -hmm. That you did a great job for, and they were really happy that you helped them. Guess what? Way before you ever knew them, before they had met you, if you had called them out of the blue, they would have regarded you in the same way as everybody else, right? Yeah. You could never have gotten to that wonderful place with that person where you, you were warm and fuzzy, right? And having done an excellent job, if you didn't go through that tough part up front where they have a natural resistance to you, a natural skepticism. Yeah, but it's like dating as well. I mean, if you're in a happy relationship with a man or a woman, uh, that, that, that you guys have a good mutual relationship together, before you guys had that, you, you were strangers, right? And right. Typically, women are always looking for reasons not to date us. I mean, it's that's just the way it is. And so you've got to overcome that barrier. And every single one of the guys out there who's in a relationship, we've beaten down those barriers, not physically beating. I do not condone that. But in, you know, in, we've been able to show our true colors and they're like, okay, this dude's pretty cool. I'll date him. I'll hang out with him. I'll marry him, whatever else. But it's not a, it's not a one night stand type of thing. It's not a wham, bam. It's like a nurturing 
over time, bringing value, you know, being the solid professional that you need to be and should be. Um, yeah. I have a buyer right now. His name is Fortune. Phenomenal dude. Dude, dude seriously speaks like six or seven languages. <clears throat> wow. He's awesome. Hmm. Uh, but he was a referral to me. And he's the buy side. And we went to do a home inspection. Um, we talked to the sellers. The sellers on that property did not have the, that solid relationship with their agent and didn't treat their, didn't treat their clients with any respect and kept them in the dark and didn't tell them anything. These sellers hated this process. Mm -hmm. It gave our industry a horrible reputation. I talked to them for 10 minutes in the, at, their dining, at their kitchen table when I was there, they're like, Greg, I learned more from you in 10 minutes than I have in two months with my, with my client. I wish I could have hired you. Wow. And that's building their rapport. That's going from not known to Mets and bringing the value, right? Well, absolutely. And not, not selling, but bringing value. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you do that with complete strangers, right, whether you're on the phone or in person, just know that you're trying to bring value. You're trying to find an opportunity to bring value and you may run into resistance. They may seem like they don't want to talk to you. They may be resistant. You know, it's really difficult depending on, you know, for most people, there's like varying levels of emotional discomfort that you're going to feel mm -hmm. when somebody is giving you the feedback that they don't want to talk to you or is being resistant to you. Right. right. And for, you know, a lot of really fantastic agents struggle with this a lot, you know, like some really good agents who really take care of their clients and really love them and do a fantastic job for them have this really difficult emotional adversity to being rejected. Right. Yeah. So that I, we see that a lot. And what we do is we work with them to just understand, to be able to shift that mindset, right? That it's not you. It's not about you. They can't dislike you or want to reject you because they don't know you, right? Mm -hmm. What they're rejecting is their concept of a stranger salesperson, right? Yeah. That's what they're rejecting. They're rejecting the unknown. People have such a fear of the unknown. Yeah, but shouldn't the unknown be something that you should be excited about because there's so much untapped possibility there, but we limit ourselves with our past experiences, which then we taint the future with, our, with what our past has been. We don't allow it to become what it could be. Absolutely, yeah. It would be a great idea, but humans don't think that way right <laughs> no, that's right that's true like the unknown also contains a very large animal that will eat you yes well now you just screwed everybody's prospecting day up day <laughs> no wow. no it's a, understand everybody else is afraid of being eaten as you are right so just right. go out there and show them that you're not going to eat them <laughs> i will spit out coffee <laughs> <laughs> go out there and show them that you're not going to eat them. Show them. Yeah. Deep, deep go to the show by Dale Archer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of good memes out of this show. We're going to have yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it's in my mouth, Dale Archdeacon. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's going to be the quote graphic from the show. Oh. oh man, that's funny. Okay. So, uh, so oh. Greg, you had a, you had a pretty good example, a little, little, story, oh. little nugget of a story about uh, someone going from not liking or trusting or knowing you to yeah. uh, loving you be a hashtag yes. BFF. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so a year plus ago, I was invited to go to, um, uh, 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 an event in, in Michigan with our good friend. And when I was out there, uh, I was I flew into a small little airport going to Kalamazoo, Michigan. I had to get out a map to figure out where the blank that was. And I get out there 
And I was having a, I was going to be picked up by this person I'd never heard of. And so, you know, Hank Avick calls me up, goes, Hey dude, this gal, you know, Gail's in Texas going to pick you up. I'm like, all right, who's Gail? Whatever. And so she picks me up and we drive over to the event and we have a great talk on the way there. And we're hanging out the entire weekend. She and I are like glued together, like sat next to each other, hung out, like just really kind of good time. I didn't know until afterwards that, uh, she she had heard me on this show and her response without knowing me was i don't like that human and i have no space in my life for that human <laughs> i didn't i didn't know this and right? now normally it takes it takes a person maybe two or three years to feel that way about greg <laughs> she got there immediately like she was <laughs> she beat me to that That's oh funny. that was i mean she actually holds the uh, the guinness book world record of hating greg too quickly yeah um, <laughs> But then when we got together and started hanging out, now we've gone to Charlie calling each other hashtag BFF. And she's like, Greg, I really hated you when I first met you because I didn't, you know, I only saw one part of you. And as I got to know you, I saw that you really had a good heart and you're trying to help people. And I've, she and I are now incredibly close friends. We talk all the time and we try to help each other as much as we can in our businesses. And it's just because it went from have not met to met. And we just brought value to each other because we just wanted genuinely wanted to hang out and help each other. And there's, there's nothing in that car ride that I could ever have imagined why I would ever need anything except for a ride from this woman. But now she and I are, are very good friends. And that's a great story of, you don't know what people are perceiving of you before you meet them. I didn't know she detested me when I got in her car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, now it, it just, it changed. And you have got to be willing to let people think what they're going to think about you, but then have the fortitude and mental strength to change their mindset through your actions and through your willingness to, to, to help. Yeah, now, that's very true. If that means not getting the deal today and getting it in 10 years, cool, man. That's their life. Let them live that life. Yeah. I have a lot of examples of people who we've done business with who either started out as an expired or a for sale by owner or a website inquiry or whatever that have now over the course of time either been one of our best past clients or have done multiple transactions with us and referred us multiple people and love yeah. us. And frankly, when, if you go and talk to any of those people, they probably won't even remember that it started out in this adversarial way where you were a complete strange salesperson to them because it's developed so much over time now that they can't even remember that that's what they thought about you or how they felt about you in the beginning. Life just breeds changes. So just let life change, right? But you've got to be willing to go out there and meet new people. So besides calls and, and, and everything else, Dale, I mean, what's your opinion on maybe meetup groups, uh, networking events, uh, getting out of your element of comfort and getting into something that's different? Like I'm, I joined a, um, a kickboxing group and I'm meeting all kinds of new people. And they're, they're pe I, the second class I went to, this one lady's like, oh, you're in real estate? My husband and I want to buy a second house. And yes. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife and I have both done a lot of business just based on different organizations or different groups of people that we are involved with. So, uh, you know, what I discovered, not, I don't recommend this, but, you know, as you, you know, you, you, you want to kind of move yourself around and be included in many different groups, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because what happens is if you insert yourself into a new group, uh, unless they have an, you know, um, real estate tends to be very opportunistic, right? Mm -hmm. Which is how sometimes we lose business because, oh, some new person came into your kickboxing group, right? And you haven't shown up in a couple of weeks. And who, you know, Susie, who's in there, didn't say anything to you. But now all of a sudden, she decided that she may want to buy something. A new agent into the group is going to get that business too. Yeah, so, mother effer. 
Yeah, right. But, you know, making sure that you're getting in with as many different people as you possibly can and meeting new people, it's the same thing. Whether you cold prospect or whether you, you know, join every other kickboxing organization in, in town, whatever it is, it's getting in front of new different people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just like I, if you sweat next to somebody, you're probably going to you know, work with them, you know, because they build that bond of trust. There's a common ground of something you enjoy together. It's, it's, it's literally that simple. I mean, why do people stop themselves, Dale, from going and doing something like that? Is it because they're being told, no, you can only buy Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com leads, you know, don't go out and challenge yourself. I mean, or, or is it people's just innate fear of another human being and the rejection that's attached to it? Man, there's so many different, so many different reasons and there's so many different people and, and each person has their own ways of looking at things and their own feelings about it. So, you know, what I've noticed is there's kind of two different groups of people. There's either the, I only want to work, I only want to, I only feel comfortable talking to people who I know, like, and trust already. And I feel mm -hmm. comfortable with, and I'm going to ask them for business, or I only feel comfortable asking for business from people I don't know at all. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, listen, I was in that camp. I, I was in, I was in the, I got to ask strangers for business camp because I would never ask somebody that I know for business. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the kind of person like, you know, I, I don't just call you up to BS very often, right? Like yeah. typically if I reach out to somebody, it's because of business or I'm looking for business or something strategic or I want, you know, I need advice or something like that. So I'm not the just kind of BS relationship kind of person, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was in production, I always struggled with the, the adage of call everybody that you know and ask them for a referral because I was like oh my god no I'd rather call a thousand strangers and ask them for business yes yeah so True. you know and what's funny is I was that way in real estate and then I'm the exact well I'm not the exact opposite I'm a little bit of a blend but it, ha it has flipped more <laughs> like on the agency side to where I'm much more comfortable talking and, and staying in communication with people that already know like and trust me and then there's marketing systems in place to like expand that circle of people of, of have not mets and turn them into have mets. Uh, but yeah, like I can remember being that way in real estate. And for me, it was because I didn't feel like I had the credibility yet because I was new, right? I don't know if that was part of it for you, but it definitely was for me that I didn't, I didn't want to go to the people that knew me because I knew that they knew that I was brand new. And I didn't have a mentor. I didn't go find a mentor. I didn't solve the problem that way. And so, yeah, I would much rather have talked to a thousand strangers who didn't know I was new than someone in my database who knew I was relatively new. So yeah. it, is, it is interesting. Like you put the same person in a different situation and they can fall into either of those camps. But the ideal is to be able to do both. Well, I think what's easy is here's what I've discovered and, and we've grown, right? And now in coaching and training people, what we advise people to do is you've got a group of people who you know <clears throat> are in business. They either operate by referral or they need, they operate by relationship, right? Their, their businesses are based on it. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's that group. And, or you, those people also in that group um, can do multiple uh, business deals, right? They're builders, they're rehabbers, or they're, they are strategic referral partners, like the, you know, the manager of a hotel or the, you know, lead in a, um, uh, like a hospital training environment where you've got residents coming in and out or, 
recruiters, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. That's that group. And mm -hmm. then you've got the group of people who you know, who are average consumers in your life, who are going to buy and sell a house once every seven years on average or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So what we say is with this group over here, it's already accepted business practices to, to formulate those relationships, knowing that there's an underlying current of business and yep. reciprocity, right? Yep. Totally easy to do, have coffees, have meetings, share groups, like they want to do that too, right? Mm -hmm. And then you've got these people over here. And for most of us, you know, some of them can go and have coffees with just your average consumer and do that relate that hardcore relationship stuff. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us salespeople don't. Yeah. So over here, you want to have more strategic touches, fewer strategic touches throughout mm -hmm. the year, right? It's yeah, not just a random call. You're really good at postcards, videos from viral marketing, yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, to me, that's that. That is the best way to reach that because you have to have a kind of a soft relationship with a much larger group of people versus your referral kind of network. That that network of business connections where you need much of the more personal, active, you know, kind of outreach to them to keep that relationship and that reciprocity flow going. So that makes total yeah. sense. Yeah, I like it. All right, gentlemen, shall we wrap up? No, I want to keep talking to Dale, yeah, but I have to go. Uh, so uh, let's do this. Dale, what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, you can email me, dale at smartinsidesales.com, or you can find us on Facebook. Super easy to get to. Perfect. All right, Craig, same question. All right, guys, go to bookmcdaniel.com. It is bookmcdaniel.com where you guys can get book 30 minutes with me. Let's talk about EXP. Let's talk about joining Matt and I, our family here that we're building, our tribe, our peoples. Uh, where we're going to help you guys build your book of business, connect you with people like Dale for, you know, coaching, scripting, getting a better lifestyle in this real estate industry, um, as well as having all of our training, all of our products, doing some coaching with me. If you choose, uh, it's up to you at no cost. Uh, but anyways, come take a look at us, guys. If you're thinking about EXP, think of us. Uh, go to bookmcdaniel.com and we'll go from there. Matt, pick a color of the bow tie, please. Uh, well, I'm going to choose bright green for wise hire. So make sure to go check them out as well. If you're looking to expand your team, if you want to hire an admin person, if you're a solo agent, you've been flying solo and you're running up against that limit and you need to hire somebody, make sure to check out wise hire. Cause it'll make the posting process super easy. They'll screen them. They'll match them up to the disc assessments. So you don't have to necessarily know or worry about all that stuff. You can literally just post the ad review the candidates, interview the, just the cream of the crop, get somebody uh, that's the, uh, the right personality fit in there quick and get them, uh, get them into the flow of things. Uh, that also works perfectly if you're a team leader and you want to, for example, hire ISAs and have Dale coach them. Wise Hire is a great place to get that process started of hiring that person and then plug them into a system like Dale has to make sure that they are consistently practicing, getting better at role playing, getting better at scripts, getting better at converting the leads that are so precious. So precious. And, and actually, I, I, have, I have some interviews and uh, suggestions on recruiting and screening on the Wise Hire website. Oh, oh seriously. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. All right. They are good people. So we appreciate that they support the show and support yeah. the mission that we're all on. So with that being said, uh, Greg, that will be the color. It'll be a lime green bow tie that we shall tie upon this particular episode. Lime green is my favorite color. It was in my head today. I'm glad you, you were seeing that. This is why we're business partners, man. We think mm -hmm. we share a brain. We share uh, a brain. Uh -huh. No, it wasn't. Um, um, Wiser guys, right now they brought me 336 leads for the uh, for the sales position for my radio show. And they keep flooding in every day. They're amazing. Anyways, you guys are amazing. Thanks for watching, listening, supporting, and showing this to other people. Come back and watch us again. But until then, peace out, niggas. We're gone. <laughs>